Okay, we're going to learn the Maimer. Good evening. We're going to learn the Maimer. Kia mitzvah hazoi sashon noichi mitzav chahayoim. What? Huh? We're going to do the Maimer. Kia mitzvah hazoi. The sponsor for uh, the Thursday night classes during the month of El, where a few good Jews, uh, Baruch Berlin and his wife, and also David Hoch and his wife, and also Dr. Ravnoy and his wife, they were the sponsors of this uh, special class. Okay. Um, it's Pashas Netzavim, it's right before the Shoshana. This is going to be our last Thursday night class in the year 5,776. And um, let's see what we find over here. I, I dug in one place and, I'm, and, I'm, and, I'm, and, I'm, and we're drawing from somewhere else. And after an hour and disturbed hour of preparation, so I don't know, I had a lot of disturbances during that hour. Um, I realized that that was not what I wrote on the page that I'm going to teach. It's the same pasuk, but it's a different mime. So the last minute we switched on to this. Baruch Hashem, the mimer in its simple level is readable even with a very quick preparation. I'm sure with a deeper, to really, really, really dig into the mimer and really get its inner light. It can come in two ways. Either you, 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 we, 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 we um, dig and dig and toil in it for hours upon hours, or in a manner of us from above. So we're hoping that, being that it's so close to the Shoshana, and it's Elul still, the Ebishter is in the field, so maybe the Ebishter will illuminate us in this Mimer as well. Okay, but I'm saying the simple of the element of the Mimer I think is quite understandable. Okay, let's go. So this week in the parish, it's tomorrow's Chumash, which we're going to read tomorrow. It says, Ki mitzvah hazois, because it's this mitzvah, that I am commanding you hayoim today. It is not wondrous from you. And it's not distant. All of Tanya is based on the Pasuk. The matter is very close to you. In your mouth and in your heart to do it. This is the famous mimer where the Alter Rebbe describes that there is the Indian of what does it mean, mitzvah which mitzvah are we referring to? So Rashi learns that we're talking about the general idea of mitzvahs, all mitzvahs. Mitzvah is referring to the 613 commandments. We're calling him even in the singular, but it means because all mitzvahs really are really one, one Indian, the Ratzan Hashem, the will of God. And then later, of course, it becomes many mitzvahs, but it's like mitzvah is this mitzvah, which is referring to all the Torah mitzvahs. The Ramban, however, learns Ki HaMitzvah Zois is referring to the mitzvah of tshuva. And Ki HaMitzvah Zois is referring to the psukim that it says before that. In Nitzavim, right before that, it discusses how Va'ata Toshev, you're going to return, you're going to do tshuva, you're going to listen to the Ebishter. So the continuation is Ki HaMitzvah Zois, which is this mitzvah, Karevelech, which is, by the way, also the mitzvah Shazman Gerama, because before, before Rosh Hashanah is the time of doing tshuva and Rosh Hashanah. And in addition to that, we also know it's a mitzvah shazman garama because it says the time of tshuva in general is the end of galus. Right at the end of galus, as we, the Rambam says, if ticha the Torah promises that you're not going to do tshuva. So this is mamish, the opportune maima to learn. Ki mitzvah zois, the Alter Rebbe is going to explain that ki mitzvah zois is referring to the particular mitzvah, and the main theme of this maima is to explain how the mitzvah of tshuva reaches much deeper and much higher than all the other mitzvahs. That's why it's able to repair the damage 
of all the other of all, of the pagam that happens of the of the of the blemish that happens as a result of a deficiency in the observance of mitzvahs. If a person has any kind of lacking in their observance, whether they violated uh, and transgressed a mitzvah, they did something they ought not to have done, or they didn't do what they should have done, so then there is some kind of a pagam, and mitzvah's tshuva fixes it all. And the main theme of the, of the Mimer is that all of Torah and mitzvahs connect to God's names. In Hashem's name, it's not an external name, it's the Pneumistiga name, it's called Mitzvah Hashem, the Mitzvah of Yudke Vavke. And as we know, we say in Krishna Shalamita, we speak about how there are mitzvahs that are associated with God's name, the Yud, and there are mitzvahs that are associated with the Hey, and so on and so forth. Um, that's all of Tayyar mitzvahs. But the mitzvah of Tshuva reaches much deeper. The mitzvah of Tshuva grabs God Himself, not His names. It's not Oires Bekelim, it's not the lights that go into vessels. The mitzvah of tshuva is the very yid, the very essence of the Jew reaching for the very essence of God. And when the Jew yanks or pulls, and the Ebrister himself, then he's memala kalach is in all the expressions of alakus that are expressed through Torah mitzvahs. So all of Torah mitzvahs is an expression of the Ebrister. And mitzvahs is the etzim, I'm sorry, and uh, tshuva is the essence of the Ebrister. That's the, that's the, that's the chiddish. Ki ha mitzvah azois asher that this mitzvah comes from anoichi, from the very essence of God. All other mitzvahs come from avaya. I, if so, by Matan Torah, it also says anoichi. So for there he's going to explain there's a difference. The anoichi of avaya, like, uh, anoichi Hashem alokecha, that is by Torah mitzvahs, doesn't mean that you're mamshech the anoichi. The anoichi of, anoichi of anoichi Hashem alokecha doesn't mean you draw the God's very essence, the anoichi, God's very self. What it means is that through your mitzvahs, you are causing that from anoichi should come havaya. That the Ebrister should be mitzamtzim himself, to contract himself into a ha'ara, into a radiance that he can shine into the world. So the anoichi is, is being nimshach in havaya. And, 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 then, and, 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 and what is anoichi telling you? As he's going to learn in the Mimer, that the whole chiddush of anoichi Hashem is, how does from anoichi, which is definition, de- Definitionless and 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 beyond all description and beyond all names, how does he come to Havaya? Through a tzimtzum. Through that's what contraction is. But what stimulates the Anoichi to lower himself down into the Yudke Vavke to be Mamshik a Ha'ara for the Olamos, for the world and for the uh, to shine up and light up the world through the Havaya? What is it? Elokecha. Because when you draw me down, it's because of you. Because when you draw me down to be your power. You're ma- you do the mitzvah. When you're putting on the tefillin, when you're learning Torah, when you're doing your mitzvah, in other words, Elokech, I'm becoming your God, that's what's causing me, Anoichi Havaya, to be nimshach into Havaya. That's the thing. But it's not the Anoichi that you're drawing. It's that from the Anoichi should come Havaya, should come the Yudke Vavke. How is that nimshach through Elokech, through me being your God? But by mitzvah's tshuva, you're yanking and you're pulling the Anoichi himself. And then, and that is going to explain, that's the difference between food and medicine. Food is, 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 strengthens a person in a regular healthy situation. But when something is, when a person is ill, then you have to take something very strong that's going to trigger the very chayos, the etzah to reboot its energy, to give a whole new, a, a whole new life force 
into the body, which will compensate for the shortage of life that was there from before. Truth is medicine. That's the idea. And medicine is potent. It's coming from Anoichi. That's the theme of the whole mind. Right now, whoever wants to go can go. Okay. And to understand what is the meaning of this mitzvah, cannot be referring to all of Torah. It should have said that all the mitzvahs, it doesn't say that, this mitzvah. What also will understand what does it mean, that I am I? What is the emphasis? It should say, Shemit, what? What? That's one thing. What? Yeah, two. It's two separate questions. One of them is what does it mean? Yeah. I don't know what it could have said if not. That you're commanded. Uh, what is um, uh, or doesn't even have to say that. All the mitzvahs are called the mitzvahs of the Yud Kevavke. Why? Why are they called mitzvahs havaya? What's the connection of mitzvahs to the Yudke Vavke? Because the Yudke Vavke is God's spherotic um, development. That's what the Yudke Vavke Yudke Vavke is that Hashem um, projects himself into a certain personality with certain characteristic traits. And generally it means the human, the human um, structure, the human the humans, uh, human psyche. That God puts Himself into that state of intellect and emotions, and that's Havaya. Yud is Chachma, He is Bina, Vav is the six emotions, and Hey. So that's that's Havaya. Now, oh, so for, for the, that means Oyres Bekelem. That means that the Oyer of the Eibushter does not remain Pashut. The the light of God does not remain in its pristine um, abstraction. The light of the Eibushter comes down to emanate. In a certain geder, in a certain tzir, in a certain with a certain um, definitions, that means the oirais are going into kalim, into vessels. So that's the that's the idea of God having a limbs and body. That's what we see the divine body. God, the Abishter is like a person. The person has a soul and a body. The soul is the energy, and the body is the container, the vessel. So too, the yutke vavke represents the the tzir, the the, the kalim. In which the oyer of the Ebishter that otherwise would be pashut, would be simple and not defined, gets definition. It's chesed, gevura, this, that, all the particulars. And that is called all, and that's what's called, that's called the Ebishter's limbs. Good. So now it says, so Yudke Vavke, we really can say, is the Hashem being nimshach into certain, into, into limbs. God. God assumes a character of a human being, and therefore he is, his energy is now contained in, in vessels which are limbs. Now the Zohar says that the mitzvahs are the limbs of the king. That means what causes God, what stimulates, what triggers the Abishter, whose oil is infinitely beyond these limbs, 
to lower himself down into the limbs, is that is what? That's mitzvah savaya. The mitzvah. The Emma says that he says later in the mind. Lechatchili, you can learn even much simpler. The mitzvah does not necessarily cause the Abishta to be nimshach in the limbs, that we're going to see later. That's a chiddush. The, the mitzvahs, however, are this. When you're doing a mitzvah, you're plugging into the limbs that God had made for himself. You don't have to say that your mitzvah causes it. That's a chiddush that the Abishta is my dear us by Matan Torah, that not only are you pushing the buttons, you're creating the buttons. It's not only that you're making, that you're, that, that's, already, that's already step two. I remember I'm jumping the gun over here. First, there's another Indian. The first Indian is that when mitzvahs are evarim, which means every mitzvah is, the mitzvahs that God gave us are in accordance to his tzior of the world of atzilus, of all, this, of all the, of all the, uh, the spheres. Mitzvahs are all different nuances of the spherot. 613 mitzvahs, corresponding to the 613 limbs and arteries of the supernal man. When you're doing a mitzvah, you're, you're, you're triggering that particular limb. And being mamshech, you're pumping the energy from that limb down into your soul and into the world. Oh, fresh statement. So it increases the life force in the cosmos. Because without mitzvahs, without the spheres, and without the spheres channeling, there can't be any amshech in the world. So it's coming all through the spheres, through the attributes. And every mitzvah is shayach to another one of those attributes. Fine. Okay, because the 600, the 300, the 248 mitzvahs are the 248 limbs of the king. And, 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 and so they're wise called mitzvah savaya because Melech, Malka, the king, is already God as he assuming. Uh, the spheres. Malka is really referring to the, the Abish to the Zeir Anpin is called Malka. Malka, the king. Shechina is called the uh, Malchus. Or the queen. But uh, the, the Malka, Ramach Evarim the Malka is referring to the king. It's called the Zeir Anpin. Which, what's the Zeir Anpin? The Zeir Anpin is the collage of the connection, the, the combination, the configuration of spheres, of the attributes. And they're called Havaya. Umalka Havaya. Malka, we know Teferis is Havaya. I don't want to put this in Kabbalistically. The main Indian of Havaya is Teferis. So Malka Havaya. So if mitzvahs are the limbs of the king, like the Zoyar says, so mitzvahs are the limbs of Havaya. So that's why mitzvahs are called mitzvahs Havaya. And that's why by Kriya Shemesh Alamito we say, in Pagamti Ba'is, in this, in this letter, and that's because every mitzvah is plugged into another one of the letters of the Yudke Vavke, which these letters of the Yudke Vavke make up God's um, personality as the Abishter assumes a relationship and a connection to the world. Now, that's stage one. Mitzvahs are mitzvahs havaya. Fine. Now the Chiddush that he's going to add is not only that mitzvahs, here's the next stage, not only are mitzvahs Plugging into the Yudke Vavke. And when you're doing a mitzvah, you're tapping into the Yudke Vavke. But, 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 the, but, but the Yudke Vavke exists independently without you. You want, you want to connect. Gesundheit, connect. That itself would have been a Gavaldige Indian. That there is a Yudke Vavke. And the Chiddush over here is the Abish that gives us the access code. You can be tap, you, you can plug into the Yudke Vavke. Unbelievable. That itself would have been Gavaldic. But the Balsham Tov Chassidus comes much deeper. And they say not only, not only is it that you are, you're plugging into it, you're actually creating the whole Indian. 
Because without you, there's no need for spheres. The Abish doesn't need it. He would never make it. What excites him to emanate of himself a Yudke Vavke? What excites him to channel down from, from himself is because you're, because you're going to do the mitzvah. You're making the mitzvah. You're creating the limbs above as well. Not only are tapping into it, but you're actually creating it. So, that's what he's going to derive from the next piece. In the beginning of the word of God, when mitzvahs begins, mitzvahs are starting really primarily by Matan Torah, by Aseris Adibrois. So, in the beginning of the Dvar Hashem, Aseris Adibrois, Pasach, Anoichi Hashem Alokech, I am God, your God. And it's not understood. How can you say about Hashem Shabbola Hagitcha Anoichi Avai Alokech? What does it mean that the Abishta says, I am Hashem Alokech? I am God. The Zelo Shaykh, this is not Shaykh Kiyim, but Adam, Shubal Guf Vitsir Utmuna. A person can come in and walks into the room and he says, Listen, I am, you ever you read about so and so in the news? I am that what? Oh, say, I, I can identify. You are you. Who is you? I can see you. Who are you? You are you. Now I see you're tall, you're short, you're skinny, you're big, you're whatever. I can see everything about you when I'm looking at you. Fine. So I know, Anoichi, I am you. But, but the question over here is the Loishayach. You can say upon him, This is him. Which is not the case by the There's no thought that can grasp him at all. It says, And you can't say that, okay, by Matan Torah, he appeared to them with a Tumuna. No, it says, You didn't see a Tumuna. I, it says that the Abishter appeared to them like an old man. That has to mean that that means. He's, he, 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 the, the, the nature of the revelation was like an old man teaching. But not that the actual image of an old man. The Pasuk says clearly, You didn't see any Tumuna. When Hashem spoke. If that's the case, so what does it mean? Tumuna means any image. You didn't see any image. So what does it mean? Anoichi, I am. Who is that? I am that. There's something else being said over here. You should know that there is Anoichi, there is God Himself. That is what? Leis Machshavat There is the very I that has no definitions, no, 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 no tzir, no, nothing that you can grasp onto. Then there is Havaya. That's my projection into the, to, have a, to, to, to create a, a, a relationship, to create the world, to sustain them, and then later to communicate with the world is all through all the sphere. Spheroes and all the attributes, which later uh, become detailed into billions of channels, but it's all really, really emanating from four core elements of the Yudke Vavke. So that's Havaya. But that's not me at all. That's that's infinitely removed from me, from who I really am. So Anoichi, but from me comes the Havaya. And I want to let you know that Elokecha, you're the one who's empowering this. I am your God. That's why I am Havaya. Why? Because I am your God. You're the one who's making me have a relationship with the universe. You're the one who's making me take on this whole tzir of Yudke Vavke. It's because because I'm your, I'm, I'm your God. I'm in a relationship with you. And that's the idea. That's what the Ebershter was saying. Because the knowledge of knowing God the etzan knowledge of the Ebishter that he created everything by Ayin Liesh. For who Aboyre and he is the creator. 
and then he renews and he continuously creates the world. Now, by the way, you see, as, as, the, as it says over here quickly, I mean, I was able to glaze mamish quickly, quickly from the middle of Rebbe, uh, the, the same mimer, just a little, little, little inversion. Um, there, there is two in Yonim and the answer the Alter Rebbe is giving. First of all, he asked the question, Anoichi. Um, who is, how can you identify God and say anoichi when God doesn't have any 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 uh, any any tzior? So who is that anoichi? She says, no, no, no. Yidin had it bemuna. They knew the Abishter. You don't know him as you know with a picture, but you know him in your soul. You know him. You know him because and the Abishter was very enough real to them that there's anoichi. There's the Abishter. Why? Because you can sense, as he's going to make mention over here, you can sense the pulsating energy that was within the universe to the point where a person can feel God like you feel life. Like we spoke about on Monday night. You can feel the Abishter as mamish, as margish. So the Yidin had already that up. The Abishter is now coming to tell them that that anoich is... Let's see, let's see in a minute. But this idea... That the Abishter is Shuhubara Hakoil, that he created everything by Ayan Liyash from nothing to something. For who are and he's the creator of Machadish Batuba Bakhalyam Tamid, and he's renewing all of existence all, with his goodness all the time. My Sabadesh is the work of creation. Umahave, and he's in being, Umachaya, and he's enlivening as Kulam everything. Kvaraya Nikva Yedua Zu Belev Kol Yisrael. This idea was already etched in the hearts of all the Jewish people. Why? Because Mamina b'nei Maminim. Yidin had it. Oh, even in Mitzrayim, they were believers. The children of believers. Gam Even before, so it wasn't that God was telling him. That's what he's proving. It wasn't that the Abish was coming to tell him, I am God, you're God. They knew that before that. They knew that there is a supernal source that's creating everything and making everything. That wasn't the Chiddush. She and this Yidiyah, this Yidiyah is something that you can even sense it. You can mamish be mariyashit. like seeing. Because they saw, you see, the heaven and the earth and everything that's in it. And something doesn't make itself. Especially when something is made up of different, of different, anything that's complex and its entire existence is from many things put together, it can't make itself. So there had to be a cause that brought all these atoms and cells and whatever they're together to create whatever it is that's there. So when you're looking at the world and you see the complexity of creation and a perfect system and a perfect harmonious, unbelievable system of such gazillion things working together, you realize that there is a designer and a maker and a builder that's doing it all. And then deeper than that, you see yourself being alive. Just like you're margish and you sense your neshama. When you see the, the body is alive, so you see there's a nefesh there, you click in human and its existence. So therefore that they knew, so they didn't have to be told by the Abish, they know that, they sensed it, they... Was not to tell them that, the Abish was not coming to give them information that he is God. What the Abish wanted to tell them is the cause of why he is emanating heaven and earth. Why is he Havaya? What's causing that Anoichi Havaya? The Abish wants to tell them, like, because of you, it's all about you. That's the Chiddush. And the idea is as follows. What does Havaya mean? Havaya means that he is the one who embeings all of beingness. 
because Avaya means is present. But when you put a yud, um, uh, it 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 means present, but it doesn't only mean present. Hoive means now, but it means the 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 force, the animator, or the 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 projector of the present, the one that is making the hoive, not just the hoive, not just that it is. We say hoya hoive the year, but we're talking about the force that is that is that is hoive that is the present. Now, however, when you add a you to it, means that he is, it's, there is something that is continuously making hoive, constant. So it's the constant mahava. This is coming to indicate Allah smada sapaula. We turn over the page on the continuum of this paula. As it says, so Eov does kalayamim. That means that this was his constant. This is what Eov used to do all the time. That all the time he was Mahave. That he is Mahave. Umachadish, and he is renewed. Ma'ainliyash from nothing to something. Okay. So now we know. That's what Havaya means. Havaya means the powerful force that is in being all of existence into beingness. That's Havaya. Now the problem is you might make a mistake and you might think that what? So that's God's business. That's who God is. God is the soul of the universe. That might be the mistake. Someone might think that God is the soul of the universe. That's true that he's the soul of the universe, but that's not he is not the soul of the universe. as his question is, you can't say that it's God himself because God can't be a finite being. Because if he would be a finite being, then he himself would be a chanced being. And he himself would have needed a creator, so to speak. So God can't be a finite being. He's infinite. If he is the soul of creation, then what? That means his power, or who he is, is being channeled into creation. Now if his power of who he is is being channeled into creation, and he is infinite, so the creation needed also to be infinite. But the fact that the creation is not infinite, the creation is finite. So how does that work? His gedula is ein cheker, has unfathomable. Ksiv, shespashtis gedulose, God's expansion of his greatness. Hulamayla abin kates is without an end. Makal makayim, nevertheless, what do we see? Hareya oilamayz vahanevroim, the worlds and the creatures, hem bepchinas geder ugvul, do have a geder. They do have some kind of a, a, a geder, a, a fence, which means a, some kind of a context. Ugvul and a limitation, umispar and a number. Like it says, Elif alafim, so there is millions, but okay, there's a number. And then also in size, from the earth to the, to the sky is 500 years. So, so, so how did the two, uh, the two match together? The Eibishter is a kayach bilti bal gvul, and his energy is infusing the creation, and the creation is gvul. And the answer is, it says, that the Ebishter doesn't change. By creating the world, he doesn't change. Especially since you're going to say like this, if you say that the Ebishter is Mahava the Olamois, right? He himself is being Mahava the Olamois. And, oh, so if the Olamois would be believable, in a sense you can say, if the Olamois would be believable, they would be without an end, and they would have no, then you can say that the Taka being derived from him, in a manner that Ani Avayaloi Shanisi, because he's not in any way adjusting himself. 
He's just being. Because God is being, He's infinite and He's being, and so, so all so existence emanates from Him. So beings emanate. But if we're saying that what? That you look at the world and you see the worlds are mugbal, and the Abishter is believable. That makes sense? If the Abishter is believable, and the worlds are mugbal, that would mean that if he is operating to create the world, he has to adjust his energy, he has to contract it, he has to limit it. But then we're saying what? That God has not changed. He doesn't change from creation. And the answer to that is that creation is not deriving taka from him himself. He's taka lamayla aden kates, ulamay, his ispashtas of who he is, taka beligvul. But the oilamais, and the oilamais that he is giving a finite energy to, because they're finite, but that energy is not him. That energy is only a ray of him. And that's why he remains, he himself remains, infinitely transcendent and infinitely above that whole Indian. As it says, um, that Hashem is not compared to a neshama. When a neshama comes down to enliven the body, the neshama wears and tears. The neshama gets old; it gets it gets worn out. From the, from, the, from the happenings of the body. That's why the neshama needs a whole therapy after it leaves the body. It needs to go through major therapy in order to, to, to get back to itself. But the Ebershter doesn't need therapy from creating the world. It's not the Oyerin Soif himself that's mislabish in the world to enliven them. To bring them into being from nothing to something. Ella only, as we spoke so many times, it's only a ray from his name. Like it says in the Pasuk, only his name. His name is, uh, uh, his name is exalted. And even the name, is to, is to, is, is to, since the name is a ray of him, the na- a name is not you, a name is your, your renown, your, your fame, your, your, it's an espashtas, it's not you. But over here, even the name of God, since it's an espashtas of a of a, of, of a ainsov being, the name is also ainsov. So that's why it says hoidoi. Kinizgav shemoy levadoi. His name is also levadoi. Levado meaning above the creation, and only hoidoi aleretz v'shemayim. A glow of his name, which means a ray of a ray. Hoidoi aleretz v'shemayim. And even that it says not over here, but aleretz. Even that is also a or makif. Even the ray of the ray is also only an or makif, an encompassing light. It too is still too high from being a koach apoel binifal to be imbu- imbued within the creation mamish to be in in in, in right. The af kamzois. I know. I'm sorry. He doesn't say it. In, I said he says it somewhere else. He says it like over here. And even after you have hoidai from shemoi, so a ray of a ray. Even this is al eretz. It's over the earth. Dafk. And so is Havas called a Madregas al Yoyin Medesh called Dargin. And therefore, all the Madregas, all the levels, El Yoyinim, the top relay is Medesh called Dargin from the beginning of all levels. Ain non Elabchenaziv, it's only a ray. Kamosha Kosov, like it says, which is the highest of the ten spheres? Chachma. And what do we say about Chachma? Chachma, Chachma, may Ayin Timotse, that even Chachma comes may Ayin. What does that mean? Even chachma may I, and it comes from nothingness. From nothingness means it's only an emanation of a tiny little external ray of God. May I, and from nothing. It's created from a nothing of the divine. 
from something that is called nothing. And it doesn't occupy any space. It's nothing. It's only a ray. And this ray, now, now number two. Number one, it's a ray. But two, a ray is still a reflection of what was before. So if the reflection... How does it suddenly turn into be finite? That's the question. If a ray is a ray of what was, and then there, you, you can make a ray of a ray, but it's a ray of a ray of a ray of a ray, it's still the same ain't self. It's still infinite. It's a ray of the infinite. So that's why he adds another thing. Not only is it a ray, but the, lay, the ray itself goes through a contraction. And that is the yud of Shema Vaya. First of all, it's only a ray. Secondly, that very ray is contracted, gets comp- Gets, 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 um, the ray gets um, uh, contracted, it becomes a tiny little nakuda, it becomes a point. And only then, and this ziv itself is drawn through a tzimtzum v'hispashtas. That's what Yudke Vavke shows you. What's Yudke Vavke? First, God z- narrows it down, diminishes it. Diminishes, diminishes, diminishes it less and less and less and less until the Abish leaves only, only over what? A tiny little decimal point. The whole light disappears, and only a decimal point, only a yud, a point. And after that yud, that yud, that decimal point is mispashit, becomes the life force of creation. But since it went down to a yud, you can't have the question, if the source was infinite, how come this is not infinite? The answer is, first of all, it's a ray, but a ray would still be infinite. But then it gets, the ray itself is dimmed down to what? To the tiny dot. Then that dot becomes the source of creation, and that's already a whole new energy. It's like a ara da ara to the point where it's, that can be finite. That's the yud, and that's the he, the yud. The yud is the con- contraction. And then the hay is a new expansion, a new diffusion, but it's an energy that's relatable to a finite universe. Let's samtsam to contract, ulahalem and to conceal. That it shouldn't reveal only a ray and an array that's shayach to the world. And afterwards, then it, the vav means it descends even lower, and then hay. As the, as the Mittler Rebbe says in the Mimer, is the actual energy that enters into the kishkes of every creature and every being. That's the shechina. That's the koyach apoyal benifal. That's the power of God that imbues every creature from within. That's malchus. That's the final hey. That's within the creation. So comes out that havaya. Havaya. Havaya is the superpower. It's the, the general life force of all the worlds. The chaim peprotius. And so too in detail. Meaning this is in general. There's a billion havayas. Because havaya itself keeps on happening again and again. It's like the big grand havaya. And then in order for each world to be created, each madrega to be created, there is an own havaya. There's a contraction, a expansion, and then a vav, a descent, a hamshacha, and then another into that madrega. So there is a havaya in many levels. Havaya, havaya, havaya in all levels. So v'chein b'prati is b'chol d'shtalshlus, and every shtalshlus mi'ilo le'ilo from cause to cause. Hakul b'chenas havaya tzimtzum v'espashtas. It all has to go through a tzimtzum and espashtas. So the question is, what causes this? 
because a tzimtzum already means that there is a, there has to be some kind of a stoppage. The Ebishta has to be pulled in. If it would stop be an Indian that, okay, he's great, and his light emanates from him, then who caused it? It doesn't get caused, it just is. But since there's already an Indian over here that it has to be, there has to be filtered. So what's causing this filter? What is causing there to be that symptom? That the Eberster should contract himself down to a point. Since it says, it says that this is his name. Since Havai is only a name, it's for someone else. It's not from the substance of him. Who's Anoichi? Anoichi is me, myself. Anoichi is referring to God's very self. Who I really am. The Loishmi, and not my name. So there's Havai is my name. Then there's Anoichi, there is me. And, and, this, and this level cannot be called in a name at all. Oh, so how can that be? How can it be? There's a noichi, there's God, and there's avaya. So how does the avaya, how does the name emanate? This tzimtzum diga name emanate from a noichi, from God himself. In order that havaya should be nishadish, in order for it to be drawn forth, to enliven the world, in the name of avaya, which is called memala kalalmin. He fills all worlds. That's what he's, he contracts himself to fill the finite creation. In a chain like descent and descent of levels, that is not at all captured in the context of world. And he, the is separated. And it's not called in a name. What's, what is God telling us by Matan Torah? It's all about you. It's all about you. I am doing, if only a Yid would believe that. If only the Yid would believe that all of the, the entire thing is only a lokecha, because you're going to put on tefillin, because you're going to learn Torah, because you're going to do a mitzvah, because you're going to give tzedakah, because you're going to do his will. That's why everything, you're the cause, of, we don't believe it, because we think we're nobodies. But it's not true. And not because the big Jewish people stood by Harsin. I know, it has, in the next mime, he explains that Torah has to happen every day. Creation has to happen every day. So who are the ones who are doing it today? The Abishta says, it's only because I lokecha, because I want to be your God. That's it. That's my whole, like the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, He designates his kingdom upon you. Because I'm your God. means that you're going to draw me into you through the mitzvahs you're going to do. I want to enter into your life. So why am I contracting myself into these limbs and organs, which I really am infinitely beyond them? It's because that's the way I can get into you, into your kishkes, as we said earlier, into your being. Through this, that you're drawing godliness in you. So you're the ones who are mamshich, that there should be an havaya from anoichi. Why? Here's the line. God gave it all over in our hands. And our is below. 
Talia Milsa, the whole thing is dependent. Vahainu, and what, what do we have to do? What's our avoida that we do? Mitzvahs. Vahainu, ayadei ha mitzvahs, through the mitzvahs. Sha mitzvahs ha mitzvahs havaya. The mitzvahs are mitzvahs havaya. So mitzvahs, as we said earlier, that's the whole thing I was saying earlier. Mitzvahs are not only a way in which you tap into the spherotic range. The mitzvah is actually causing the entire emanation of all those spheroids. So when you're learning Torah, you're not only tapping into God's brain, you're creating God to have a brain. Because without your mitzvah, he doesn't need a brain. He's infinitely beyond the brain. He's emanating a brain because you're going to learn his Torah because he wants to learn with you. So therefore he creates himself a brain so he can learn with you. He brings about himself into the context of Chachma so he can teach you Chachma. That's the whole reason. He emanates a whole element of kindness so he can, he, you can, he can connect to you through your, you being kind. That's the whole thing. They are dependent and they are hinted to in the name of Avaya. The are mitzvahs that are nirmas, the are mitzvahs that are hinted to in the yud. And then the are mitzvahs that are merumas in a hey. Every mitzvah is merumas in a different name. Like it says that the person makes that. So too we are ma'orer above. When a Yid learns Torah, which is the coming from the Yud, he causes God to emanate a Yud. You will make them. That's how we learn. You will make the mitzvah into a mitzvah, which means you're, you're causing the entire mitzvah to exist above. Like the Altar Rebbe says, David made God's name. David made Hashem's name. And so to every Yid, God says, the reason why I have a name Havaya is because of you. For you and because of you. Okay. Now, he makes if now Sif Beis and Perik Beis, he says, he makes if Tamim Tia Im Hashem Complete you will be with God. What does that mean? Complete you will be with God. Now that you know that you are the one who channels God into, because of you there is Havaya. Because of you there is Yud Kei Now, What's Havaya? Havaya is God assuming an image of a human being. That's what we said. And that's why the Havaya, the Yud Kevavke, are generally four, but really in, 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 they're, they're the 248 limbs of the king and the, and the, and the, and the 365 blood vessels. That's, that, that's, and that's the clawless Indian of Torah Mitzvahs. You create God to be in a human state and through that there is a relationship to you. So, comes out from that. That if chas v'shalom, when a yid is, I'm sorry, when a yid does all of Torah and mitzvahs possible, so then he causes two things. First of all, he causes down here below, I'm sorry, he causes first, up there, Lamaila, that the Abishter should have a full, the Abishter should be fully constructed. The spheros, the spherotic, the, sphere, the sphere range should be complete and it's all of its perfection. And then he draws that down into himself. So the person's soul is complete. The person's nisham is complete because the person has a connection of every limb of his body is receiving, it's healthy, it's receiving its chayos, it's receiving its, its, its flow of energy. And in order that to happen, it has to first happen above. So the person is causing a shleimus above and a person is causing a shleimus down here below. And that's the meaning. Tamim tia, when are you going to be complete? Im havaya elokecha. 
When you're going to bring Havaya down to be your Elokecha, your God, you're going to be, how are you Mamshech Havaya? How are you Mamshech Havaya? How are you Mamshech Havaya? How do you draw Havaya down? You draw Havaya down through the 613 commandments. That's how you're drawing Havaya. Elokecha to be your God. So the Pasuk is saying, Tamim Tia, when are you going to be complete? Im Hashem Elokecha. When you have perfect observance of all 613, then Havaya is going to be Elokecha. What did we say earlier? Anoichi Havaya. Why am I coming down to be Havaya? Because Elokecha, because I want to be in you. I want you to be Mamshechmi. Comes out that when we are doing mitzvahs, we are causing, first of all, a completion down here in the human being, because you're connecting all of your limbs to God, and you're causing a tmimus, a complete. Chas v'shalom, a lack of Torah mitzvahs, causes a mum, causes a dysfunction of one of the evarim. Both in the human being down here, but it causes chas because the whole lamayla digis structure is only because of you. So if there's a deficiency in a person's avoda down here, he causes chas v'shalom, a mum, a, a, a ailment and an illness in one of the limbs above, a dysfunction, a lack of energy. And the meaning is, when Avaya comes down to be your Elokecha, which means through the mitzvahs, then you are going to be complete in all the limbs of your soul. Which isn't the case if you're lacking one mitzvah, or he blemished the mitzvah, lacking a mitzvah, or you blemish a mitzvah, but let's say not doing a mitzvah, or not, 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 not doing it, um, violating a commandment, or something like that. Or doing it, but doing it incorrectly, or something like that. That means that the person now is lacking a limb, a spiritual limb in his soul, which is causing above, there should be a lacking in the spiritual limbs above. Because the completion and the perfection of the limbs of the, of the soul, Taloi is dependent, you have to be mamshich first, the limbs of, of, of God, which they are the mitzvahs. You have to create the limbs above, and those very limbs become your life, the life force of your soul. Your soul is also structured to work to be that way. And without the mitzvahs, your soul doesn't have any kiyom. Your limbs of your soul don't have kiyom and don't have chayas. So when a, a person's own neshama becomes dysfunctional. It doesn't have a kiyum. Kiyum means it doesn't have a, sus, a sustenance, a sustaining. It's not sustained. It doesn't have life. It's not, it's, the soul begins to wither. A person's own neshama begins to wither. His nefesh becomes decomposed. It begins to decompose. A soul becomes, it becomes whatever. Of course, there's always a pintala there. But the, the whole, the, 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 the neshama is not developed. And, and that causes above also a lack. Or the opposite, because you're not causing it above, so you're not drawing it down, so down here it's, it's being nimshach. So very good. So you need to do it. That's, what, so you, that's observance. So a yid has to keep all the mitzvahs. So the Rebbe is saying how vital it is for life. This is simply life. You need Torah mitzvahs to be a healthy human being. But what happens if a person has already sinned? When a person has blemished already in a mitzvah. Whether he had transgressed, one of the things he ought not to do. Or he was mevatel. Or he, he, he lacked in a performance of a positive mitzvah. And now you have to fix the pagam. 
the blemish and the lacking, so what is your takana? What can you do? You've already botched up the limbs and the organs of your own soul, which is and which and you and you caused a a, a person caused a blemish in the supernal worlds in the, in, the, in, the, in the structure of the divine. So what can you do now? This is a wreck. It seems like it's a wreck that can't not fixable. That's why it says This mitzvah the That's the chiddush of this mitzvah. After God gives us all the mitzvahs. He says, now here there's a mitzvah that's going to fix all the mitzvahs. Ki mitzvah tshuva. It's referring particularly to tshuva. How do you know it's referring to tshuva? Because before this it says, ki Hashem, you will return to God. Ki Hashem, you will return to God. Ki tshuva, so that when you return, that mitzvah, and he brings later, that's what it says in Ramban, that it's referring to tshuva. That mitzvah, what's so special about mitzvah? How can that mitzvah fix all the mitzvahs? The answer is because every mitzvah is only drawing, as we said earlier. It's drawing from God's essence. It's drawing down the rays. That's what the mitzvah is doing. Mitzvahs are reaching anoichi, Hashem. And the mitzvahs are drawing. It should be mitzvahs havaya. That the yudke vavke should... But yudke vavke, soif kol soif is what? Only rays. It's a ray of the Eibishter. And it's a ray that's nimshach through a tzimtzum. What you're doing from the mitzvah. The mitzvah is reaching into Anoichi. How do you know the mitzvah is reaching, reaching into Anoichi? Because by Matan Torah, when the Ebeshter introduced the mitzvahs, what did the Ebeshter say? Anoichi Hashem Elokech. So the Ebeshter clearly said that Anoichi is the source of, of Torah mitzvahs. If, if, if Torah mitzvahs wouldn't have any shaykhs to Anoichi, then what? Then why would Hashem say it? By giving the Torah. The answer is by giving the Torah. There was a Hizgalas of Anoichi. But the Anoichi over there is only to be a source from where the Havaya is going to come from. It's not that you're drawing the Anoichi. What you are drawing is you're reaching the person and from the person you're drawing forth his name. But what you're drawing forth is a name. What happens, however, if you wreck the name? If you cause the wreckage in the name? Oh, so now you can't deal with the name anymore. You have to go what's beyond the name. And that means now you have to do something that's going to cause the Anoichi itself to be drawn. The only mitzvah in which God Himself is Himself is, is drawn is in tshuva. Because tshuva, and we're going to see soon, because tshuva comes from the person Himself too, from the deepest view. Tshuva doesn't come from your, from your kochos anafish. Just like God has His emanations, His kochos, so to speak, his eman, and there is Him, so too the neshama also has the neshama itself, its essence, and its emanations. What are the emanations of the soul? It's intellect. So usually all year long and all your mitzvahs, your inspiration comes from your mind, from your intellect, from your... But what's tshuva? Tshuva is when you can't bear it, it's much deeper than your mind and your seichel. Tshuva is that your very entire existence feels disconnected and feels threatened. And you cry out from the essence of your being, Ebishter, I want you. So when you do that, you're pulling at God Himself. You're pulling the anoichi. And that's why, Here the anoichi is mitzavcha. Here the anoichi is connecting to you. And once you draw God Himself, who is the source of all these emanations, to you, you fix the blemishes in all the, wherever there was lacking in the emanation. Because you're dealing, because you got the source from where all the emanations come from. What did you blemish? You blemished in the emanation. You didn't blemish in the source. Now that you got the source, the source fixes all the emanations. 
And that's the idea. And he says, why? Because tshuva is tashuv hay. The word tshuva, the Zohar says, is tashuv hay. Now what does tashuv hay mean? Tshuva means that the creation, mitzvahs are all about drawing. You're being mamshech, and every mitzvah, you're drawing godliness down. Tshuva is the opposite. You're returning back. The energy is going back to its source. But what are you returning? You're returning the hay. Okay. So you return the hay, we know that through an avera, the hay gets separated from the yud kevav. There's yud kevav ke. Through an avera, the latter hay becomes this, disconnected from the vav. Yud kevav is separation. Now you're bringing the hay back. Fine. But the Rebbe is saying over here is something deeper. We know that a hay, what's inside a hay? A hay can have another hay, or a hay can have a yud. Tosh of hay is returning the hay with the yud inside of it. What's the yud that's inside the hay? The yud that's inside the hay is the chachma. Chachma is yud. Hay is malchus. Tosh of hay means return the hay, means return malchus. But not just returning malchus, return chachma as well. Which means you're returning the yud. Her, her, her. You're returning the yud where? Where are you returning the yud? You're returning the yud to its source. What's the source from where the yud comes from? What's the source from where the yud comes from? What's the source from where the yud comes from? No, the yud is chachma. Where does the yud come from? From Anoichi, from the Eivishter himself. Since in tshuva you're lifting up the hay with the yud back where? To the makoir of Ashorsha, the kula alman, to what's even a source, what's higher than the yud, which is Anoichi himself. Since this is a rebounding light, it's a orchoyzer, it's a rebounding light. Where, how far are you going back up? You're breaking out of the yud. The yud is going out of the tzimtzum, out of the contracted state, and returning back. You're squeezing yourself back through. You're squeezing yourself back through that tiny little decimal point, back into the Ein Sof, because that's what your neshama is crying for. As the neshama, so it picks up the yud and goes back into the anoichi. Mitzvahs are only in the emanations of the Yud. Now you're picking up the Yud back into its source. Tashuv hay, returning the hay, not just the hay, with the Yud. And he's soon going to say what that means in Avoida. How do you do that? You pick up the hay with the Yud back into its source. So you're returning, you're so to speak, you're tickling, you're, you're stimulating the Anoichi himself. And as a result of that, you're drawing the Anoichi down. Kichuv, as he says over here, Tashuv hay, the hay zeh yesh milu Yud. This hay has a milu yud, the a mitzvah, and therefore this is the mitzvah, asher anoichi, misha anoichi metzavcha. This is the mitzvah through which you bond with me myself. And from here you can regenerate, re-enliven, re-flow, re, uh, re so to speak, redraw all the energy back than anything that has been lacking. The explanation of that matter. Right? The explanation of this matter. Give it a little shuckle. You have to shuckle with me. The explanation of the matter is in a tshuva who prenas refuah. Tshuva is called a healing. Here's a refuah. Like it says, Erpa mishuvosa. I will heal them from their tshuva. I will heal them. He's going to give the example. This idea that what? That you can take something that has the ability to fix is that it because he's going to use, use from physical health. Our soul 
enlivens our body. How do we keep our soul in our body? We have to eat food. Through eating food, we keep body and soul connected. Fine. But chas v'shalom, that's only good. Eating food works when? When a person is generally healthy, you're keeping that, sust- you're sustaining a healthy body, you keep on eating food. If chas v'shalom, someone falls ill, and what's cooled again, uh, then eating, the, eating, you can still eat, take, take care of all the healthy parts. But the part of that, the part of the body that's dysfunctional, you need a medication for. And what is medication? It's a very potent thing. And what can that do? It can somehow reconnect by killing the germs, whatever it does. But what it could do is it reconnects that dysfunctional limb to its energy. It restores the harmony of body and soul. Why do you need this potent medicine? Because food can only do it, can, food can only be a sustainer. Once the energy is already, once that particular power of your soul is in that limb, it can enhance it, it can keep it connected. But it can't draw it once it departed. If it departed back in the essence, you need some really powerful jalapeno. You need something really strong to be able to reach and trigger the soul itself and from there, draw down its energy. That's the idea of, of a medicine. Tshuva is called the medicine. Because tshuva reaches the pre-emanation of energy, of the divine energy, and from there re-jumps, because it touches God's essence. As he says, Just like physical medicines for the healing of the body. First of all, it costs more money. It's one thing, you know, to get food, it's one thing. When you have to buy medicine, that's a fortune. A person can, can uh, whatever. Uh, that's where we have insurance. Because people would not be able to pay for medicines. They're so expensive. Because it's higher from regular food. Which on them man, man lives. Since it fixes all the life. That they all should work correctly. You need a medicine, which the medicine doesn't repair. Tshuva too is the medicine that reactivates all the mitzvahs. It's madrega yoyne yoyse mikola mitzvahs from all the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs you are drawing, the chayas of your soul from the name Havaya. But once you already blemish Shem Havaya, so you have already, if a person is lacking in a mitzvah that is connected with the yud of the name, or in the hay of God's name. So the tshuva now comes to be mamshech a new Havaya. After the earlier Havaya, whatever was blemished, after the first, that earlier emanation or ray has been, has been, has been. That's why the tshuva, you can't be pushing the buttons of Yudke Vavke, because those buttons aren't working anymore. The, 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 the energy, you have to reach, uh, hit something that's gonna, that's gonna yank, so to speak, and, and, and touch God's very essence. Which is God's very essence. To draw down a new Havaya from there. To fill the Pegam, to fill the blemish and the lacking. And another idea to illustrate this idea is what we say the whole time during Atzeres Yemei Tshuva, Mimamakim. Mimamakim means from a deep place, simply means from a deep place in my heart. From a deep pain that I have. Krasichai, I'm calling you. But there's a much deeper meaning. Mima makim, from the depth. 
meaning from the deepest heights, higher and higher and higher, meaning you're not anymore in the system, because I blemish the system. So in order to get you, I need to, I need to get you at your very deepest source of source, Omek meaning deeper and higher. I have to reach you prior to your investment in any sphera, in any attribute. Mimamakim, from the depths, krasicha, I need to call you forth. Krasicha, I need to call you forth. Havaya, that you should re, reenact Havaya. You should reinvest yourself in Havaya. You should reemanate the Havaya. But for that, I can't stimulate Havaya. Usually I call out to Havaya. Because Abishter is present in Havaya. But now as a result of the Chisaren and Torah and Mitzvahs, I need to go past Havaya. And I need to go Krasicha to you God Himself. So that I can call forth Havaya. Mimamakim Krasicha Havaya. Umka Debira. The depth of the, of the, of the boy. Shekamoy Mayan. And he gives an example. Shekamoy Mayan. That's like what, needs, what we need to have in Mayan now. This is the mayon. So what happens is like this. You have a mayon. You have a spring. And the spring waters. The spring waters the river. Because the river derives its, its water from the spring. And from the, ri- from, the, from the river comes all the aqueducts. And all the various things that go into different fields. And it waters everything. Everybody gets watered from where? It all comes from the mayon. And there's the regular water pressure. What's the regular water pressure? What happens if there's some kind of an obstruction and the water is not passing in a certain place because it's got stuck or whatever? So how do you unclog and how do you get the water to bypass that obstruction, whatever the obstruction is? So one of the things one can do in order to get... One of the things a person can do in order to get the waters pumping really, really strong in order to get the energy to blast through any obstruction or anything that might be in the way, the one of the things a person can do is if he digs deeper into the, into the well, into the spring. If you dig, if you, if you open up the spring, you dig out, you, what they usually do is you go to a higher place in the mountain and you dig out the water from a higher spot, from, a, from an earlier spot. So then the water is coming out with a more of an energy, with a, greater, with a greater power. That greater water now that has a stronger water pressure, that water can now fight through the obstruction that earlier was being blocked, which earlier would not have been able to do it, but now the stronger water is pumping so strong, you can do it. And that's exactly what we do in Rosh Hashanah. Every year we have a flow of godliness into the world. If God forbid there's been some kind of an obstruction, some kind of something that got in the way, so now, Manti. So now you need to get deeper in the source, from a deeper place. Shekamoy Mayon, just like a Mayon, a spring. Shenesmatum Meimov, that its waters became decreased. Alderach Mashal, by way of analogy. Shetzarech Lachbar Ba'oimek, we have to dig into the depth. Adhamakar, you have to get to the source. Shemesham Noivin Amayim, from the other waters. A flow to draw from over there. We're holding on the second page in the second column, five lines from the top. You see the word mimamakim in the second column, and the word is mimamakim. Kach mimamakim. So to mimamakim from the depth, 
Chenis umke debira, the depth of the pit. Umakaira de kula and the source. Umakaira de kula and the source of the whole thing. From the very depth of the place, which is the Anoichi, from there I call you forth. Through this, literally, we recreate God's name. That's the whole Chiddush. You call forth a new Shemavaya. It should be a new renewal. A whole new renewal in the existence of the energy. We replenish and restart and reboot the whole system. That's what we're doing. And when do you do that? On Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is the day when everything goes back to its source. Bichlal in general. You see, here's the thing. We cause this blemish, but why would we... What happens is like this. Usually a person doesn't go to the doctor, even if they feel weakening on certain limbs or this and that, because they get used to it, they get accustomed to it. So I'm chatzi alive. Okay, so I'm chatzi alive. I'm schlepping zich. I can't do this, I can't do this. Oh, so, you, so you don't go. But then chatz v'shom, something happens. It gives you a little shake. Oh, then I got to go see the doctor. So that's what happens with Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah, the Ebeshter pulls back completely. So he forces us to go out. We feel it. We feel like, oh, so he forces us to dig deep into ourselves. When we do that, and that's the meaning of Zahayoim, this is the day to recharge everything, to start everything from new. Why this is the day? Because this is the day that Adam Arishan was created to begin with. So this is the day that God emanated the first Havaya, the first time. Because what did we say earlier? The only reason there is Havaya, the only reason there is God's projection in the world, is because Elokecha, because He wants to be your God. So there has to be a human being for that. When Adam Arishan was created, so he was the first person who can draw godliness into himself. So as a result of Adam Arishan being there, it became Anoichi Hashem Elokecha. God emanated Havaya in order for him. So every year we go back to the starting point. And the human being can now draw forth a new Havaya. And that's the meaning of zikaroin liyom rishon. This is gavaldik. Zikaroin, it's a remembrance liyom rishon. What does that mean? Rishon is the first, the yud of Shem Havaya, the yud kevavke, the yud is called rishon. Because what's rishon? Rishon means the first emanation of God. What's the first emanation of God? Chachma. Chachma is called ani rishon, ani achroin, achroin is malchus. Ani rishon vani achroin, chachma malchus. So Chachm is the very, very beginning of divine energy that has any shaykhs to the creation. And it's early Rishon, that's Rishon. And we're saying, Zikarayin liyoyim Rishon, this is even higher than Yoyim Rishon, over here is where you, your mamshech to shabi liyoyim, there should be a revelation, there should be day of Rishon, of Chachm. Um, this is a schachos of all the chayas, shall call Hashanah of the whole year. Everything is now being this Chadesh. And therefore, this is the time to recreate a whole new Avaya. Throughout, through Tshuva. But how does Tshuva do this? How does Tshuva reach the Anoichi? I understand the Ebeshter created us in his image. So if I, if I use my brain and, learn, and do God's will with my mind, with my Chachma, so then being that we're plugged in, since we're made in the image of God, then we're stimulating what? God's chacham. If I am using my right hand to give tzedakah, being that we're created in the image of God, so we're stimulating what? God's chesed. 
And so each particular mitzvah, being that God plugged us in, and where the human being is, has all, so we can plug and stimulate and turn the dials or, or uh, pull the dial, or whatever it is from every mitzvah, from its corresponding, from its corresponding godliness. That way you understand. But how do you reach that which is infinitely above all of that? How do you reach the essence of God before He even lends Himself to a relationship to the universe? So it's deeper than any of those. And the answer is, for that you have to get mimamakim. If you want to call mimamakim, you have to cry out mimamakim. You have to cry out from the deepest part of your being. The main tshuva is in the heart. Mimamakim now has another meaning. Before mimamakim meant, what did mimamakim mean earlier in the Mimer? Mimamakim from your depth, from God as you are pre-emanation. And not just pre-emanation, pre-pre-emanation. From your very essence I call you forth. In order to do that, I need to dig me mamakim into the heart of hearts of me. Ma'um kadaliba, from the depth of the heart. Litzayk el Hashem, and that's what the shoifer is. The cry of the shoifer is the deepest cry of the soul. Litzayk el Hashem, to cry out Hashem, b'tzarloi. The main Indian of Aseres Yomei Tshuva, Rosh Hashanah, is literally to cry. That the soul should cry out, Batsarloi, because of its anxious, we spoke about this Monday, because it's anguished, because of its anxious, because it's stressed out, because it can't stand anymore, it feels the disconnect. Like it says, So Akliban, the hearts, a hearts kishrai, the heart cries. Liban dafka, it's not that you're crying with your mouth, it's crying from the heart. Vitsoak loshan asifa, an interesting Indian. He says, Tsoak. Besides meaning crying, tzaka also has your gathering. Meloshin kamoi vayitzak ish Ephraim means that they gathered all the people of Ephraim. Because usually when you shout out, you gather people through shouting, calling out. But tzaka means to gather. Here's the idea. A person's heart, so um, a person's heart, our love become splintered. Yeah, splintered. We love a thousand things. So many things. A little bit of this. I love this. I check. I need to, I love to know what's happening. So I check the news as I do that. Then I, and then after I check the news, I'm hungry. So I go to the refrigerator and I take out this and then I have some pretzels. Then uh, what else do I do? I don't know. That's what I do. I look at the news and then I go and I eat pretzels. What else? What else? What do you do? do, do? I don't know. Everybody does their things. I'm talking about what I do. Then, then, so we all go and we do a little this, we do a little that, we do a little this, a little that, and we call this. And then before you know it, your heart is like, so you're, you're so splintered in so many different million things. Now comes Rosh Hashanah, and you realize there's a God. And the Nisham effects the Chayz Don Ebishter. So then suddenly you pull out, that's what it is, you pull out from all this Narishkeit, and your heart gathers to one point. All of your energy and all of your longing and all your desire of your heart is going to one place. It's going to the source of sources. Only to the Ebishter. And that's what he's saying. Sheyes of Elov Yuzbarach. You have to gather to the Ebishter. Liba your heart. Rucha your spirit. Vinishmasai. That's these all three levels of life. This deeper life and deeper life and deeper life. You gather it all together. Mikerev Ish. From the depth of a, of a person. Velev amok and the deep heart from the innermost of a person. Velev amok and a deep heart. Umimamakim. But here the Alter Rebbe says something 
you should say meomek krasicha from the depth. What does it mean? Mimamakim. Mimamakim says plural. Mimamakim means from the depth of the depth. And that implies that there's two depths in a person's heart. There is two levels of depth. There is depth and there is deeper than the and depths. The Alter Rebbe says, I can't explain this with words. This is not something that I can elaborate and discuss and write an essay about. It's not something I can do. Those who seek God know will understand what I'm talking about. And that what? They will understand. Yovinu Kol will understand. When a person puts takes to his heart, El to his innermost, and his inner innermost, Nekudas Yamitis, his inner point of his heart. When a person will get to the deepest part of his heart, suddenly even a deeper part will open up. Deeper than he even thought is possible. And what's the difference between the first level and the second level? The first level is you concentrate all of your energy to one point in your heart. That's very deep. But then, that's still, you can contain it in your heart. Then something so powerful opens up and such an energy, such a long, such a, such a powerful, uh, that the heart can't, can't contain anymore. Then you can't control it. It reaches a point where it like goes overdrive and then you lost all control over it. And this is, and this is the weeping, this is the sobbing of the soul. So you can bring yourself to a pain that's very, very deep. The pain of the anguish, of the disconnect, and the deep desire to reconnect. But then, at a certain point, it moves to an overdrive. And overdrive is, is where the person breaks down really crying, and you can see when that point happens. So a certain point that you feel pain, you feel, and then you lose control over it, because now you're just weeping. Shanam asad lava, it says, when Mashiach will come, we just learned about this two weeks ago in Pasha's Kisei Maimer. With tears you will come. With weeping you will come. Not with tears. With weeping you will come. But this is the type of weeping where you lose control. You're not making yourself cry. It's not like people cry because it says in the machzer, Kan tzarech lifkais. Here you need to cry. So now we cry. This is not it. But here we're talking about it. You cry on your own. You don't even know why. And from its own. This is like the innermost of the heart bursts open. It's interesting. Here the Alter Rebbe says different than he said two weeks ago. Two weeks ago in Parshas Kisetze we learned that the crying that it says, that if Narizal says, I'll tell you what it says now, let's see what it says Narizal. In the writings of the Arizal says, A person who doesn't cry during the Yomim Le'eroyim, Inyan of the Arizal. A person who doesn't cry sometime during a Sarasimetchuva is a sign that this is, his neshama is not complete. Sarasimetchuva, everybody needs to cry. But we learned two weeks ago that it's crying of joy. We learned that it's like the, the, the like Rabbi Akiva who say this at Here it seems, here he seems the Alter Rebbe doesn't require that. That's already like, whoa. Here it seems like the Alter Rebbe includes in this the crying of pain as well. Is the crying of distance. He's not talking about the crying of... It's the neshamas, you know... And, and during Asayi Semei you can come to this because God is very close. So the neshama by nature, during Asayi Semei is in a state of awakening. So it can feel. 
What did we say earlier? What's tshuva? We said tshuva is returning the hay. We said tshuva is returning the hay, but we said it's returning the hay, but the hay has a yud inside of it. So the regular hay is the deep, the deep pieces of the deep, the recesses of your heart. That's the hay. The yud that's in the hay, that's your deepest point. That's your crying. That's the, your very nakuda of life. It touches you so deep, it's reaching you at the very point of your, in, of your existence, of your very being. And what are you pulling? What does that yud now want? What does it want? That yud, the nakuda atzmas of your life that doesn't have that burst out, what does it want? It wants to be reassumed in the anoichi. That's the yud being, being elevated into the anoichi. When your yud elevates into the anoichi, then your mamshech from anoichi down. So that b'milu yud shahei yubchenes tshuviyullah. The hey is the higher tshuva. Shumoi mekalev. That's the depth of the heart. Umilu hayud and the hidden yud yubchenes talumoi slave. Because there's another tshuva. There's tshuva tata. There's the lower tshuva, and that's the lower hey. So the the higher hey is already tshuviyullah. The higher tshuva. And in there, there is a yud. That's talum, my slave. That's the hidden part of the recess of the heart of that is concealed. V'zehu, and that's why it says, it says in the Nusach of Davening, V'zehu, and this is what we say, it's a pasuk. Anoichi, anoichi, hu moichep she'echa. I, I, God says, I forgive your sins. What is the double, redu- the double repetition of I, I? Because the anoichi now is in two, in two manners. One anoichi is, your neshama reaching to the anoichi. That's the crying of the neshama as it wants to reconnect to its quintessential source. So that's where the neshama is crying. That's the up, reaching anoichi. But as a result of that, what happens? The anoichi is drawn down to fill, to fill all the pegamim in where chas there was any kind of lacking of life. It's one thing to reach for the medicine. It's another thing to take the medicine. When you take the medicine, the medicine goes into all the places where there has been chas v'shalom, some kind of an injury, some kind of a, a blemish, and fixing it over there. The two levels anoichi are keneged, the two depths of the heart. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, maybe he says it later. Here, first he says the anoichi, anoichi, is two levels of anoichi are related to, the two levels of anoichi are related to, the, the, the two levels of anoichi are related to, one is the oimekalev, one is the oimekalev, the depths of the heart, and the other one is what we said earlier, the oimek, oimek, the, the, the depth of the depth, much deeper. Which through these two depths of a heart, so the orin soif is mislabish God Himself is mislabish The Abishter Himself is mislabish to be to forgive your sins. From there you draw forth the 13 attributes of mercy. Because the 13 attributes of mercy are not regular attributes. There is attributes. There is attributes. And then there is super attributes. 
So the regular attributes are shayach to the yud kevavke. The yud gimu midisarachemim are midos that are of the etzem, from God himself, not that he can carry the sin and, and fix the sin and this power that there is in tshuva it says the beginning is wedged in the end and the end is wedged in the beginning so what does that mean? the, the end is wedged in the beginning means the end is that when a year down here in this world does tshuva, it's wedged in the beginning. It reaches and it touches. We're the very quintessential beginning of beginnings. The beginning is wedged in the end is what once you reach up there, it comes back down all the way, all the way into your physical reality and fixes every blemish through the entire system all the way down to the final product where the person is in his guf gashmi. So the beginning is wedged in the end. I'm sorry, the end is wedged in the beginning, and the beginning is wedged in the end. Through that returning, the other mimer he uses the term through the orchoiser, through the returning light of the neshama. Had a not soifam on the beginning is wedged in the end. So that's had a not soifam That means that the end, the the person who is. At the very end, 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 and the outer levels of existence, we exist in the most outer dimension of existence. But when we yearn, when our neshama, we can be conscious, he's so deep. When a human being can bring himself consciously to this state, that his neshama is yearning for anoichi. And only a neshama in a body can yearn for anoichi. Remember, we spoke about this on Monday night, that neshamas, when they're in, a, in, in heaven, they, they don't get so deep inside themselves because they don't need it, they're not under duress. Only neshama, when it's under duress here in the physical body and the pressures of physical life, and it feels the disconnect, here is where the neshama completely, completely collapses, so to speak. And it's very nekuda atzmis of its essence, cries out from below. That is not, that is the soifan bitchilasan. It reaches to the very, very quintessential beginning. And from there, it's not tchilasan besoifan. The beginning is now, comes down to the very end to fix if there has been any kind of deficiency at the end. From up down, the beginning is wedged in the end. That's why it says on mitzvah's tshuva. And what does it say? The next word? Today. Why today? Because this we can only do when we're in a body. Such a thing. A neshama in heaven can never ever cry out. You say, Nesham in heaven, it doesn't like that it is wherever it's, its place where it's hanging out. It doesn't like its uh, situation in, in, in Gan Eden. It's not so happy with its neighbor over there or whatever it is. And he cries out, garnished. It's a hollow cry that reaches a chesed Only in Nesham in a body. Dafka down over here can reach for a noichi for the Ebishter. That's why it's called Asha noichi mitzavcha hayoim when you're alive. Kikola mitzvah mitzvah all the mitzvahs, and that's also two things, I'm sorry. That's why it says, Now he's emphasizing still the anoichi, that I am commanding you. The hayoim is going to explain it soon, but first he's explaining the anoichi, that I am commanding. Kikola mitzvahs and mitzvahs avaya. All the mitzvahs of the mitzvahs of the yud kevavke. Tshuva is higher, it's in the anoichi. And that's the next thing. An explanation of the meaning of the word hayoim, this then, metzavcha, comes from the word connection. 
tzafsa, connection. This that I am connecting, Lashen tzafsa v'his kashras, this that I am binding you with me, hainu b'hayoyim l'asayisam, is only in, in today, meaning in the day that you're alive, during the time of Asiyah, kinot t'chilosam b'soyifam, because the beginning is wedged in the end. Dafka. Because Anoichi is only available in the world of Asiyah. When you're living in the world of Asiyah, in the final, in the final physical reality. It's not available throughout the entire Seder Ishtar In the middle, and only the middle, in the middle, in the hemisphere, in all the worlds in the middle, you can't tap into it. Because the beginning is only wedged in the end. This is the end, physicality. This physical world, when we're physically alive, this is the end. A bodiless soul, that's, that's, that no matter which madrig it is, cannot stimulate in this place at all. It's only while we're, because there's something very potent about the physical. The physical is rooted to the very beginning. Here's when you have the gil. Of course, the gilu anoichi is being, the Ebesh is connected to the physical no matter what, the anoichi. But it's not triggered, it's not stimulated. When is it nizgala? When is it revealed? When a yid has this deep cry, when he's in a physical body and cries out to the Ebesh. But oilam in this world, oilam amaisa, the world of action. Not in the world of tomorrow where you're receiving the, the reward. Why? Because the world of tomorrow, the place where you receive the reward, is only part of the Yud Kevavke. The whole world of reward is only from the Yud. The Yud is the ray. Then you're not tapping into the essence. is only hinged on the Yud. You don't have the button. You don't have the, that, that, that trigger to hit the Anoichi. No way. You're living in a world of rays. You're living in a world of divine expression, not in a world of God's essence. Only in a physical body, when you're here in the physical, do you have access through such an Esoirus to touch and to reach. Um, it's only the Yud. That's why over there also there's no Bechira, because Bechira too comes from the Anoichi. Oh, so someone is going to say, Gevald, Gevald, to trigger God on a level of Anoichi that's infinitely higher than all the begin, than all the supernal worlds, and all the Olam Haba, and Moshe Rabbeinu, and all the Tzadikim are in Olam Haba. It's like, and, and me, and, and Mitzvah itself, the very fact that you can push Yud and Hey, it's awesome. But to go to Anoichi, you say, well, you can do it from the depth of the heart. So you say, what, 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 what? How am I, a little peepsqueak like me, shyach to this Indian? So this would be when Moshe Rabbein, especially when someone really hears what this really means, someone can say, how can I reach? Like, this, this is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, you know, when you look at, this, this is like the beyond, 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 beyond. Like, what? What do I have a shaykhist to it? So that's why the Torah tells you, It's not far from you. It's your broken heart. Yeah, you can do it. Mamish, now, in the year 5777. No, no, yeah, Dafka, the Abish is waiting for your recitals from your depth of the heart, and you can reach to the Anoichi himself. And it says a Dafka by this mitzvah. By this mitzvah, we would think it's difficult. All the mitzvahs already are part of the expressed godliness. Okay, once God is expressing himself into the world, I'm part of the world, I can do it. But here we're dealing to transcend everything and reach the Anoichi. I can't do it. 
So it's not distant from you. A person shouldn't say, This is such a high level. God's very self. How can I arrive to this? It's not too far. It says, He's going to explain the Tulashainis. It's not separated from you. It's not distant from you. What's the difference between it not being separated and not being distant? What are the two things? Nefles means it's separated. This madrege is not separated and removed from you. It's not. You're not separated from it. And it's not something that you can't, that is distant, that you can't even be masig, you can't reach. Um, in this mimer over here, in this mimer over here, the Alter Rebbe doesn't explain so much the chiluk of the nefles and the rechoika. That he explains in the next mimer. There he goes into explain the difference between nefles and rechoika. But here he just makes mentions two levels. It's not separated from you and not distant from your from your grasp. But now he continues. The pasuk says, It's not in the heavens. It's not in, in the other side of the sea. Now, if Moshe Rabbeinu has to tell you it's not in the heavens, and it's not me'evaliyam, is a sign that be'etzem you would think that it is bashamayim, and it is me'evaliyam. Now, you wouldn't say that about all mitzvahs, but you say that about tshuva. You wouldn't say this about all mitzvahs, but you say it about tshuva. And the answer is, all mitzvahs are mitzvahs avaya. Once it's mitzvah savaya means it's related to the mamalekal almin. It's related to God's already in, indwelling energy within the world. Okay, so that's not. But this mitzvah that's coming from Anoichi, and Anoichi is not mamale, he's not filling the world, it's makif. Not only is it makif, it's makif to the makif. That's what I mean. So therefore you would think it's pashamayim, shamayim is makif. And we would think me'ever liyam, yam is even higher. Yam is chachma. Ever liyam means Shamayim is what? Shamayim is, is chachma. Shamayim, there is chachma, there is water. Ever liyam means keser. You would think that this is keser, chachma, this is makif, and makif, le makif. This is completely outside of my reach. So the answer is no, kikarev lecha. As we'll see. Shamayim ubchenas, Shamayim ubchenas makif. Elian, the supernal makif. Kamoy Shamayim laroim, like we say, the heavens above. Sheeno nira laaretz, you don't see it. Because it's so high, you can't even see it. You say, what do you mean? You could see. You see the blueness of the sky. He says, no. Kigavan tcheles, because the blue sky that we see, hanira leinenu, that we see is not the real sky. Humara avir, what you're seeing is the color of the, of the ear, of the avir. This is not the cover, the color of the heaven. So heaven is not seen; it's beyond you. Aver liyam is even more beyond. Why? Kiyam hu yama chachma. Yam is the yam of chachma. It's called yam. The aver liyam hu amakif shalaf. The makif on chachma. That's keser. Kiyagam shem. Lochayret is 
Because he's saying, Again, if Moshe is telling you, it's a simon that it has a shaykhis to shamayim. So he says, In truth, this level of anoichi hanel, it really is on the levels of makif, and it's the levels of makif of the makif. Yet, guess what? You have access to it. Why? It's not compared to Shemaim and Evelayam. It's close to you, the matter. What does it mean, it's close to you, the matter? So, Pipashtis, you'd say, the Anoichi is close to you. So, in a different mimer, Hitaka says, Hadavar means the Anoichi is called the matter. Because you understand, understand something. Anything that's not, that it's not Atzmos, that's not God Himself, you can't really call the matter. Because it's only a ray. A ray is just, there's no real substance to a ray. Only on Anoichi, on, on God, you can say Hadavar, the real Davar, the real thing. That's the way he seems to be saying it in a different mimer, in the other mimer that's parallel to this mimer. But over here he seems to learn Hadavar is referring to Malchus. Hadavar is the Dvar Hashem that's within the world. The Dvar Hashem. Hey Davar, the Dvar Hashem. Whoever said that the Hadavar is far. What's far is the Anoichi. No, but the Chiddush over here is that you can be Mamshech the Hanoichi into the Hadavar to fix the, the blemishes that there is in the Dvar Hashem, in the words of God, that the person, we're all the words of God, and when we act inappropriately, we mess up God's words. We mess up creation. So, but what are we doing now on Rosh Hashanah? We're rebinyan Amalchus. We're recreating the whole Dvar from where? We're recreating the Dvar Hashem from where? From its source. That avoida to recreate the Dovar from what is beyond is Kareve Lecha, it's close to you. Hey Dovar. What is the Hey Dovar? Pchenas Beizahayen. There's two Hey's. The two Hey's of the Yud Kevavke. And they're called the Dovar. Now, Lechayre Dovar is Dibur. And we only know that the latter Hey is Dibur. The upper Hey is not Dibur. But we know that the upper Hey is Machshava. And machshava and dibur, thought and speech, are both davar. Just one is the concealed speech, and one is the revealed speech. One creates the concealed worlds, the upper hay, and one creates the revealed worlds. And when we replenish, and when we refix the entire system, we have to fix it on all levels. We have to fix the upper hay, and through that fixing all the concealed worlds. And we have to fix the lower hay, and through that fixing all the re- revealed worlds. And all this, we we re... We re- we regenerate and re reactivate and refresh and replenish. We reboot both the haze from where? From the Anoichi. This Dovar is very close. It's the Dvar Hashem on two levels. The Dvar Hashem, which is Dibur, which is the word of God that is spoken to each creation. And there's also the Dvar Hashem, which is called Machshava, where it says that God could have created the whole world in one Dibur. B'maimer Echad Yachal Yibaris, that's the upper hay. The upper hay is the B'maimer Echad Yachal Yibaris, where God can create everything with one thought. Then the, the specified words, because creation happens on two levels. First God thinks a thought that is called the concealed worlds, where everything is still unified together. And then he specifies them into, into particularization. So there's two levels of two levels of the hay. This hadavar is kari is very close to you. How? 
you'll say, wait, this is this is Bashamayim, Evalayam. No. Beficha ubalvatcha. You can do it with your mouth. And you can do it with your heart. Now, really, what it means is like this. You do it with your mouth because through your mouth you bring down the Dibur. What through through learning Torah, you do it with your mouth. But the only but that's just act that's just stimulating what is already. You need to generate something new. To generate something new, that's only if what? When your heart is in it. Through your heart, in other words, when you first yearn for God in Rosh Hashanah, in the deepest way, then then with your mouth, you can, you can, you can, you can, re- you can recreate the entire system. Let's see. Through Torah. How can I recreate all of creation? With my words. And the answer is because it's not your words. When you're learning Torah, it's Hashem speaking. It's just Hashem using your mouth. Hashem is using your mouth to speak through you. You're God's microphone. God to be heard in this world, His words of Torah, through you. And it says clearly, Anybody learning? Manti. Manti. One who reads Chumash, and he learns Mishnah, God learns along with him. So God is learning. In other words, remember we said before, you have to recreate both Hays. So you recreate the upper Hay through Chumash, and you recreate the lower Hay through Mishnah. Because one of them is 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 is, is mamshech the higher chachma, which is chachma, which is the life force of bina, which is which is the uh, which is the upper hay, and the second one is mamshech and into malchus. So these are the two hays. Shakal hamshachas elum ain't seif baruchu. All these hamshachas tluyus be'esek atayra shal yisrael. It's all dependent in the Jewish people learning Torah. Lamata kilulei zois. If Yidden don't learn Torah down here, harei hakadosh baruch hu. Metzad Atzmai closes shop. God on his own doesn't need the entire project. The world means zero to him. There's absolutely no need for him. The only reason he speaks these words is when Yidin are learning Torah down here, he therefore enters into Chachma, and he enters into Malchus, and he speaks, and there's a whole world of words and concepts, and as a result of that, the whole evolution of the worlds and everything that's in it. It's all generated by Jews learning Torah down here. I feel because Hashem is higher. I feel him even from the supernal chachma. Like it says, "Kulam b'chachma sisa." That to him, chachma is considered an asiya. She asiya gashmis. It's considered like like a physical action. Kenoide b'makamachar is discussed elsewhere. V'zeu devarai asha samti b'ficha. I put my words in your mouth. Kolay meshe b'picha hadaver talui. It's dependent on your mouth. Sit and talk shtusim, and you're doing nothing. Sit and talk Torah, and guess what? You're causing God to speak the, the, all of the worlds into existence. In picha yedaber bedivrei Torah, if your mouth will speak words of Torah, az gamani koyre So I too am learning, or else I'm not. I have other things to do. But I too am learning, which I'm calling the supernal wisdom into, into beingness. I'm calling uh, the Chachmet Tata into this Chachma of creation into, into existence through your learning. But it's all dependent if there's a little bit of heart behind that mouth. If it's only the mouth, 
then, then what? It has to be first a desire that I should be there. It's dependent on your heart. It's dependent on your heart. You should desire and long. You should want God to be, to be with you. It's a lashon of the Zayar. That a ruach, when there is a, it's oiris from below, which means a yearning of the heart, icy ruach, the amshech ruach, it draws the ruach from above. If you put your heart to God, then you're going to pull the ruach and the neshama of God into creation. That's tshuva. Because the real, you say you have to want. But there's levels in wanting. All year, all year long, you can desire godliness with your chitzonius alev. And that's sufficient. All year long, the chitzonius alev, the external element of the heart, coming from the intellect is good enough. Because the system is already enacted. God is already talking. He's already involved. You just have to keep it. You just have to keep the fuel. You just have to keep it moving. So you're not really doing something new. But in Rosh Hashanah, when what? When there's a total dis- disconnect. When everything goes, and you want, and you need to jumpstart the entire system, then bilavavcha requires a much deeper heart. You have to get mimamakim. You have to get into your oimek halev, and in the oimek itself, you have to get not just to the hey oimek. You have to get to the yud, the crying, the weeping, the oimek betoich oimek, and only from that place can you regenerate the whole thing. Ikaratshuva believe, because the main chuva is in the heart. and through this, through this that you have beficha. And you should know, on Rosh Hashanah itself, the Rebbe mentions many times, we do both. On the one hand, we call with the shofar. What's the shofar? That's the bovavcha. That's the cry of tshuva. But not only that, we also say ten psukim. We speak. We're saying the psukim. That's the hamshacha of Torah. We're saying that God is a king over the world, and that's actually, we're saying, and we're dafka saying, kakasa b'sayrasecha. And we don't suffice in Torah. We say neviim and ksuvim, because it's very important to be mamshachit we're, down, down, down into the Olamites. But that has to be preceded with what? Bilvavcha with the heart. And then, la soy soy, you will make it. What will you make? La soy soy, then la soy, you will make a sadavar. Kikare ve lecha adavar. La soy soy, you will make those words. La soy soy, you will make it. What will you make? A sadavar, the hay dover, the two hays of God's name. You're going to recreate it. Ha'amar lamayla. You're the ones who make his dibur. You cause, it says, simply it means that God, you have designated God to be your God. God, you made God speak. You are being poel on God to talk. Yidin are the ones who create and make the word of God. One day, as the nations of the world will turn around and find out who the Jews were, that the Jews were actually making the entire life force of the cosmos. They had no idea, they had no clue what we're doing here. That we are the ones who are actually making the entire interesting creation. It's not just that we made, you know, we won a Nobel Peace Prize or a this prize or a that, you know, we had a scientific. Your entire underlying cause of being, the entire force of existence, the entire essence, everything is generated by the Jewish people. The gam ah, that's how we learned till now, Bepicha is through Limud HaTayra. 
And bilvavcha means what? Through the tshuva. And through your dibur limud Torah, and through your heart, your yearning of your heart expressed through the shofar, you cause la soisa, you cause the abishter to make the abishter's dibur, to recreate creation. But now he learns another pirush. Bepicha also means with the shofar that you put in your mouth. Bepicha, the Abish says, I've given you the power in your mouth. You blow the shofar with your mouth. The shofar in Rosh Hashanah, that's the most powerful weapon in the world. Not weapon. It's the, it's the strongest trigger that there is, is that shofar. You put it in a Jew's mouth, and wow. Through the mouth that blows. In a sense, the Jew is really much higher than the shofar. You see, when the Jew is blowing the shofar, the Jew is like the Jew. Is, the Jew is rooted in God's essence, so the Jew is the anoichi. Now the shofar, that's the yud. So when the Jew is blowing into the shofar, he's causing the anoichi to be mamshich through that yud, and to and what's coming out on the other side of the shofar, the cosmos, the creation. So the Jew is actually the creator. The Jew is literally the creator of the universe in Rosh when he takes the shofar, he's mamish boire shamayim va'aretz. It's unbelievable. Because the Jew, only the Jew is rooted in the anoichi, in God's very self. And from the anoichi, we need to be mamshich, the havaya, the yudke vavke. That's why it says that you should look at the face of the Baltikeya when he gets red. That's like something about looking at the Baltikeya during the, uh, because it's, uh, from there is all chayas. All energy flows from that blowing of the shayfah. The main thing is to remember that it's much easier done than said. Okay. Because by doing, you just have to blow. Saying, you have to learn a whole long mimer. Everybody should have a good kebench yar. The next cheer is going to be ready in a, next year. Okay. The next Thursday, Hold on one second.